And I must keep running, running, and 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 running, Everybody and welcome to episode 122 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. I am Jim. I'm going to be joined by Brandon in just a couple of minutes. And we don't have any mail tonight, so we're just going to rip through three books in very quick fashion. Uh, I hope that you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy the conversation. But before we get to that, let me tell you where you can find us. We are on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics, where if you follow us, we'll follow you whether you like it or not. And we are also on a website called weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com where we review almost every book every Wednesday morning, Eastern Standard Time, 9 o'clock. So if you go and get your books on New Comic Book Day, there's a good chance that we have reviewed most of them so you can read them and then check us out and do all that. And it's more than just me and Brandon on the site. So you'll get a lot of different points of views, even on issues that we talk about here on the podcast. We also have a Patreon account that's over at patreon.com slash weird science. If you want to support us for this show, show us your appreciation. Or also you want some extra shows because we do a lot of shows. I think the last count we're getting close to a thousand shows, something like that extra. Not all Marvel, but some Marvel, some DC, some indie, some non-comic book stuff. I end up reviewing The Mandalorian if you're a Star Wars fan. But we also have a pop culture podcast. We have a bunch of things like that. But most of the stuff is comic book based because I figure if you're getting to be you know would like us because of our comic podcast then i would think that you'd want to listen to more comic stuff and we talk about older issues we have a lot of different type of shows i have what i'm going to be doing this weekend continuing my event podcast where i have a marvel event podcast that i talk about you know the events in the Marvel Universe and things like that. That's pretty self-explanatory. And I am in the middle of the original Clone Saga, which I'm having fun with. So if you want to listen to something like that, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science for all of that stuff. But no more waiting. We're going to go off to me and Brandon talking three books. All right. And the first book we have is The Ghost Rider number three. And at the end, yes. we're going to vote if we continue on. Uh, we're we're going to vote, all right. Ghost <laughs> Rider number three. Tough choice. Uh, yes, written by it. Ed Brisson, <laughs> art by Juan Frigieri, colors by Jason Keith, and letters by VCs Joe Caramanga. To save Earth, Johnny Blaze took the throne of hell while its previous ruler, the demon Mephisto, was jailed in Las Vegas. Blaze remained trapped in hell, unfamiliar with the full power and duty he now wielded. Meanwhile, in Brooklyn, Danny Ketch tried to put the spirit of vengeance behind him by opening up a bar called the Fadeaway. Blaze managed to find his way back to Earth while chasing down some demons, but his time as King of Hell has twisted him. Danny confronted him over it, but Blaze ripped away the spirit of vengeance and threw Ketch into the East River. Yes, and Danny is not so pleased about that. Uh, ends up saying, you know, I'm not going to help my brother because he wanted me to drown. He left me for dead. But we start off, and I'm telling you, when we start this off, I'm like, are we, are we going to play these games now? It's yeah, just I getting to be like Avengers. I didn't Avengers. understand what we were getting at either. Yeah, and it actually yeah. made me forget what happened at the end of last well, issue. We end up going back 
to 1654 in the North American Great Plains. Uh, it ends up tying into things going forward with the idea that you end up having, you know, this back and forth throughout time with necrosis, uh, you know, going to fight things against Belasco, who ends up being the guy who's always in limbo, wants to send Mephisto a little message and saying that, you know, stay out of limbo, that's mine, things like that. Uh, the spirit of vengeance does not belong here. And it's just, to me, a setup for what's going to come down the line that they're going to have to go to limbo. They're going to have to do some things with this. Uh, it's very Probably quick. to get it's, Danny's spirit back. Yeah, or whatever, and it's, it's back to pretty much, you know, it, it just is kind of a cold open that's thrown in there. Uh, it doesn't have much to do with this issue, actually. But, yeah, I think that it's just foreshadowing that we will certainly – be seeing our man Belasco coming up as he wanders and tries to conquer Limbo through eternity and all the things that's going on. And, and again, I looked up some things on him, but I may be missing something with not being as current with the Spirit of Vengeance stuff that went down, especially because this book really does hinge on the whole deal. In this one, the demons you have Johnny figure out are heading off to Vegas to try to get to Mephisto where he is you know, captured yeah, and by imprisoned by Dr. Strange. So we'll see how that all goes. And I think that that's one of my problems with the book is that it kind of goes double a Ron. He was big on that. He liked that story. He was real yeah. big on the deal. Damnation. And I think that this, yeah, I think that this serves you best. If you've read damnation and coming out of damnation, wanted to see, you know, more of that story or a conclusion uh, while I'm here, I really am getting a little bored with it. It, it has a slow pace going on, I think. Yeah. And I think that's my more more of my problem with it. Like I, I'm pretty interested in what what answers end up coming to be, and, and you know what what they're telling us about here. But the way that it's being told and, and the pace that they're giving us, what what it's coming. Yeah. Like I found out more from the blurb in the beginning of this issue than I feel like I got reading yeah, the first it, two actual this issues. issue is yeah and then this issue is pretty much danny just going you know back and forth to people and talking to people wondering if he should get back the spirit of vengeance wondering if he should just leave johnny to rotten hell or rotten earth wherever he is uh and then johnny just going and collecting more souls and realizing that they are heading to vegas yeah, uh, lying because to him, you, you know, know because this one guy fun. is uh you know just decides to just torch everybody he's such an idiot too his one buddy's like don't do that we want to be inconspicuous i'm gonna have my fun and then ends up just johnny yeah. showing eats up. his words 13 seconds yeah later. he does and, and the uh you know other things but yeah so we end up going where we left last issue with danny sinking drowning he looks like he's gonna die in the yeah. east river caretaker fishes him out grabs him, brings him up, kind of, you know, goes and, and crushes his ribs, he says, to kind of get him back to breathing. Uh, but pretty much, you know, she says, we got to stop, you know, laying around. We got to get going because there's war coming and you're the only one who can stop it, saying to Danny. But Danny does not have the spirit of vengeance yeah. right now. You ended up having him. it ripped from him. So that's the problem. That's going to be the problem with Danny going forward. And he seems to not mind. 
he seems to be like, yeah. you know what? That spirit of vengeance really screwed with me anyway. It messed up all my yeah, life. He, he kind so, of flip-flops this issue at first. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm finally free of the spirit of vengeance. Don't you drag me back into this no. war. And then by the end, he's like, oh, well, well like I'm back in. You yeah. know? He really doesn't have a choice, I don't think. But yeah, and even when that's going on, he goes and sits. He goes back to his bar and sitting there with caretakers talking to her. And she says, you know, this is the problem that hell did not go well with Johnny. He's not in control. He's infected by hell. It's impacting the way he thinks. And it goes back to what his mom said at the grave, that you got to stop Johnny. He's gone mad with power. This is something that we knew. Now, a lot of people still, I don't know if they still think, but we talked to some people who thought that maybe that was a dupe. You know, they, yeah. that, that's not really what's going on. It seems trick. like it is, though, now, right? Yeah. It seems, but oh, yeah, it, it still might be cut. a bit of a trick, but it seems pretty accurate that Johnny is going a little, you know, crazy. And he, the one thing, though, is he just doesn't even know what to do. He says, I, I even have him. And he's like, my brain's on fire. I'm so angry, angry at Danny for his cowardice, angry at myself for not being able to do my job. I screwed up. Uh, but he says, uh, you know, I don't even know where to go, where to start, where to find these guys. But he ends up just going off on his motorcycle to go find things. And that's where you, I said, Danny's there with caretaker. And she says, you got to do something about this. There's some real problems. Then you go off to hell and see there's more problems because it's pretty much like everybody let's roll let's get out of hell they have everybody just ready to just leave and go and take it back and they're going to stop the yeah. ghost rider they're going to have a not war be able to track it. all these guys down no matter how no, and now it's with just is. it's full out on and it seems like it's not even like hey we're going to just leave now it seems like they're going to go right after him uh and we'll see how that goes but then you have danny go back to his ex again which we had you know each issue we keep having this go on uh but he he goes to talk to her because he wants to kind of apologize he wants to tell her Hey, you know, it's Stacy. And hey, Stacy, you know, I don't have the spirit of vengeance anymore. I don't think he wants her back because she has kids. And yeah, a husband no, I, now, I, I never got I that. I think he just wants to apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I think he just wants to apologize. But in the meantime, she's pissed because of all that stuff that went down with Johnny and all the cops were dead, all that stuff that was going on. And she says, I knew it wasn't you. You know, and he's like, it was Johnny. You're, you know, oh, your brother, Johnny, he's the he's a, a ghost rider, too. Like, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot going on here. Crazy and, family. You know, we all yeah, got one. She just says, you got to work something out. You better fix this. You better go and do something because, you know, the crap's going to hit the fan. I, I got to go and do some stuff myself. And, you know, I'm going here to kiss my kid goodnight to say goodbye to my husband because I'm going back to work because they're freaking out. This whole deal, you know, with police going down, you can't do that. And so, again, there's a war coming from hell. There's a war from the police. Yeah. Everybody is going. Yeah, and these again, people don't Johnny really says, know they're infected with demons at this point. Too, no, you know, no, yeah, and Johnny just says too, "Hey, uh, you know what? I'm I'm not the 
ghostwriter anymore. I got it ripped from me. And she's like, oh, you better figure something out because somebody's going to have to go down because Johnny's going around killing cops and things like that. So, and yeah, they don't know what that means or what it doesn't mean and things like that. And you do see these two clowns, like we said, these guys are driving around and uh, the one's like, hey, you know, let's just cool down for a couple hours, head to Vegas. And the one guy, no way. And he's spitting fire at people. And, hey, he's laughing he it up. up the radio. It's blasting Viva Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, really. Also, and maybe <laughs> even, you know, some Billy Eilish that he's playing because he's yeah, a bad right. guy. But you end up Terrible. there with the. Duh. Yeah, so you end up there with people who are on fire, and he's like, ah, I've been down for a while. This is fun times. Woo-wee. And he's yelling. All of a sudden, just Johnny comes and grabs him from behind, starts strangling him with the chains. And it's just like, you guys are just doing this, making Jerks. my job easy. I was trying to find, you know, you get. And there you are, just killing people and, and setting things on fire. It's pretty easy to find you. Um, but yeah, he gives them the penance stare and off to hell they go. That's what he's been doing. And then this other this other poor guy is just like, I knew he shouldn't have done that. I said, Oh my god, I'm gonna floor it. Up, and then he floors it. And up, the worst part of but I was just gonna say, I'll tell you one of my problems with like the whole concept behind this Johnny's evil and he's doing bad things no. stuff is it I don't know. Could you show it off in a better way than him tracking down demons and sending them yeah, back the to hell? Yeah, the thing is, I don't think I don't... this is the bad thing that he's exactly. doing. I think that he's just being a little too over the top with it, maybe. Yeah. I, I still think he still seems, even when he was in that room, again, maybe there's a dupe going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, in, I get the hint that he's turning bad every time, like, or stepping over the line Plus when those horns the come horns. out and everything. Yeah, he's got the devil horns. But, but yeah, he it's even is It's a weird thing. He realizes something's wrong himself. This isn't even just like, I going to kill because he's in that one room by himself like oh man i got my head's on fire i gotta collect my thoughts you know it seems like it's just right now in my mind it just kind of pops in and out and just yeah. makes him want to do and also he just wants to not mess up he, even at this point where you even have the one guy say you know hey mephisto he used to let us go out all the time and then he says hell's got a brand new boss and he he don't put up with your crap so i think that also it just might be that he's just a little over the top because he's got to get his job done. But yeah, it's not like all of a sudden he's just going and all, you know, as he's going, he's laughing as he's slicing babies' heads off and things <laughs> like that, which would be like, oh my, it is getting crazy. At this point, it just seems like he wants to get, you know, the people back to hell so he doesn't look bad. And he means necessary. And, you know, he I wants think, to do his deal. I think maybe some of the issue that they're not portraying well is that these are actual human beings. He's just yeah. kind of butchering and slaying and. Not necessarily just exercising the, the demons, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the, the one guy, because then he ends up just chaining up the wheel of the car, and the car it just flips. flips. It just yeah. flips over the car, the wheel comes off thing, and the guy, y- y- I didn't realize it until after Johnny picked him up, but then he's when I went back, half, I'm like, basically. holy crap, yeah, because he ended up under the car, he's cutting yeah. half, he's just kind of kind of pulling himself with his guts coming out and stuff, and then, yeah. He ends up saying, uh, the guy's like, we were just going to go to Vegas. I just wanted to go see Cirque. And he's going to say Cirque du Soleil. And it makes me laugh because Johnny must not know what that is. And he's like, you ain't going for no circus. <laughs> that's kind of the deal. But I, I wish. But he, he ends up with giving him the stare and sending him down. But he's like, I'm not interested in your groveling. I know where you were headed and why. And it ain't for no circus. And it says Las Vegas. So, yeah, you had the setup. Like I said, it, it's it's okay. 
I was kind of bored. And it is pretty quick. I mean, we just talked about it very quickly because it goes. And I I guess I can't even say bored. It's just not invested. And the scenes do linger along. Like the conversations going back and forth are wordy and they kind of last a few pages each. And I don't know. It's just the topic of what they're discussing isn't overly interesting. Like to continue here, Danny, and do I want to be this? Do I not want to be this after three issues? It's just kind of like move on, dude. Let's figure it out and do something about it. Yeah, and it's basically, yeah, he's got to decide if he's going to get and how to get back the spirit of vengeance so that he can try to save Johnny. I mean, right now, everybody's telling him, uh, caretakers even saying, you got to stop, you got to stop, and it's going to be, you know, to save him as well, but... It kind of does throw a wrench in it when he gets thrown off a bridge to drown by his brother. And, you know, you end up kind of a little ticked off by yeah. that. That that would kind of tick you off. But I, I like the art. It's just the story. Like you said, some it's of the slow. stuff that lingers, it yeah. does set up some things like, you know, what's going on a little, but you don't get much out of it. And if I think that if you didn't read Damnation, you're just maybe like me, I'm just looking to have some you know ghost rider fun and you're just kind of going with you know danny the story out is if he bogging all that yeah down and, and it's just it's it's kind of a, a problem for me to get invested i i don't really feel like i have to keep reading this at this point after three issues i almost get the idea i could wait for the at least the first trade and then read it it's nothing that i have to read each month but I'm giving it a six five. It's not horrible. It's just not a book that's got me on board. And I, I've yeah. not really read many standard Ghost Rider stories. Yes, we read Cosmic Ghost Rider. That's a little different. So with this going on and kind of getting excited, all right, Johnny Blaze going to see Danny, all this, and then getting to it, I'm just not invested. But what would you give it? I'm going to give it a six because, I mean, I have some of the same issues, just a, a little more centered on the story. Like, I, I don't know. I, I understand they keep telling me Johnny is bad. Johnny is doing terrible things. But I, I just don't see enough of how terrible he's being, you know? When yeah. you're the leader of hell, does that just automatically – Well, that's the thing. If you're going up to chase down escaped demons – and then you give them the stare to go down the hell. That's not really being bad. You're, no, you're actually and I doing think that's your my, job. My disconnect with a whole lot yeah. of the story. Uh, I do like the art, um, you know. But uh, again, I just I don't know. Uh, hearing uh, Danny keep complaining about the same thing and and not connecting the dots of why Johnny is is totally just going off the deep no. end, just kind of make me disconnected from everything. Yeah, and remember so the sick. big thing last issue was that he was going and killing people. Oh, you know, Johnny was saying, oh, they're demons, they're demons. And Danny saying, no, 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 I, I'd sense that. Yeah, and demons. that whole and I don't twist. Sense that. Like, and that kind of, we're not getting it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah it kind of seems weird. like that was forgotten We were kind of debating and going back on. and forth on what, what that was all about. Yeah, well, it's either not even it was Danny's was off or yeah. Johnny was doing too much. And yeah, we, we kind of don't get that here. And that's where you're going to get some answers. And now with Danny, without the, you know, the the ghostwriter deal without the spirit of vengeance we're not really getting that yeah. right now so I, yeah I don't know. Maybe it's, it's a big problem maybe with it's the just like out. a kind of a down issue this one and maybe it'll pick up from here we need danny to get yeah. back to i, being I think ghost it's Rider. a big problem with a lot of the books out they keep adding problems adding problems adding problems and they never solve any of the previous like ones at my and, house yeah that and, happens and then every every week those here. initial problems get swept under the rug and forgot about and you move on yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah now i know it feels like some of that's going on here now i'm gonna start solving 
that point five. Is that what you're now, telling right? me right now? I'm supposed to stop here and go off and solve some of these problems. I got some fist questions for people around here. But we're going to go right into this next one. We will go right to it since we talked about that one pretty quick. And it's Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number 14, written by Tom Taylor. Art by Marguerite Savage, who does the flashback art, and Ken Lashley on the regular. You also have color artists Rachel Rosenberg and letters by VCs Travis Lanham. As Spider-Man spent more time in his neighborhood, he couldn't help but make more well-friends. And friends are great, but for a guy who's already pretty serious about his obligation to total strangers, they can mean added responsibilities. But Peter owes more to his Aunt May than anyone on Earth. And since she was diagnosed with cancer, he's been learning to overcome his fear of losing her so he can give for whatever she needs it's the right thing to do but it's not always easy and this is the last issue of this series yeah. this is the last issue kind of at least by tom taylor one. maybe it'll be a volume you know another volume but this volume with tom taylor Season done yeah two. it kind of just <laughs> ends up ending yeah. And this is a nice enough issue. I actually issue. like this issue a lot. It, it's nice enough. It's just a weird deal where weird by the end, end of this, you kind of say, well, you know, and even at the back, if you read the little letter from everybody and Tom Taylor even talking about it, he's like, I'm really proud of that Mary Jane issue. I'm really proud of Spider Bite. And then with this on, there's three of the 14. I think that's all I'll remember. From this run, because you didn't really do a yeah. lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, Under seemed... York didn't really strike my no. fancy, and that was a lot no. of the first arc, you know? And, uh, yeah, so with that, you kind of end with, okay, well, it's a nice thing. And, and I think that's how this whole series kind of ends on a note. And it goes well with what he said in the back, too. This isn't the big book. This isn't the big Spider-Man book. It's a nice book. Yeah. That's about all I can say it's, now. I'll say my it, one complaint about this series just overall since it's wrapping up, and it's not really a complaint, more of a nitpick, but they introduced the whole uh, Aunt May cancer thread into the Spider-Man universe. And I, I don't know. I just feel like to to wrap it up with this issue without a resolution or anything yeah. like that, I don't I, know what else it'll be picked up. This really. had it's to weird. have been, though. This had to have been the whole idea of it was going to go on for longer than this. Tom Taylor's leaving it. Uh, he's doing more DC stuff at the moment. It's just a shame because I did like this book. I, and again, it I wasn't too. something that bad. I, it wasn't something that I was like, oh man, I got to read the next issue. I got to read the next issue. But I rarely was disappointed by it. And I always had some feels. You always yeah. got some fun. I cared and enough to was, catch up on it from, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, same behind. with me. And also one of the things that I did like is even when we were reading Amazing Spider-Man and, and dealing with that nonsense, this was always a nice little aside. That and yeah. Miles even was rinsed good your, like that. Rinsed the bad taste out yeah, of your mouth. Yeah, so I was like, all right, at least I'm reading some Spider-Man that I like. And so getting this issue... I said, I got some feels from the issue. I really did. It really wasn't the Aunt May stuff, though. I actually really kind of got choked up a little. When, no, I I just like when you see, I like that, too. I actually just like seeing everybody showing up and helping. And just the idea of word getting around, hey, Peter's aunt is is sick and she you know or at least he needs help tonight and uh yeah everybody's showing up to help so that he can do 
a, a normal thing and, and not normal, but sit with his aunt while they take care of things. And, and I really do like the what happened with the villain as well. But the, again, this is kind of an it's a weird thing. It, it's kind it of the is. standard Tom the, Taylor deal. It, it is. It's very much know, in the vein of spider bite issue where yeah. it, go, it kind of just goes for the feels I mean, here, and you accomplishes keep going? its It's mission. just like the detective issue that we had last week at DC from Tom Taylor. The, the, he has a way of doing these issues. But sometimes I kind of get tired of them. I just, but this one I'm not tired of. But I, I'm telling you right now, though, is that he kind of has the same mo. He gets yeah, he's you got set a up. He wants sure. to, yeah, it is. Uh, but it starts off with him when he first ended up living with, uh, you know, Aunt May and Uncle Ben. And May is there, realizes that you know, little Peter, he's upset. His parents were killed. She's upset too, and she even says, but she says, listen, I'm not going to leave you. I'll be here. When you go to sleep now and I'll be here when you wake up. And I love the part where he wakes up and thinks she is gone. And he's like, May. And she's like, good morning, Peter. She's right there. Yeah. She slept on. I, so this I is like where... the art in this beginning, the flashback a lot. But yeah. the eyes are like staring a yeah, hole they are. into they're, your soul. They're crazy. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like that negative look there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So then you go and that leads into now. And we saw before that Peter was having like a bit of a jerk to May. Before, when she ended up finding out she had cancer, and it was one of those where Peter didn't want to admit it. He didn't want to accept that and kind of helping out. Yeah, it was definitely more of a thing he didn't know how to react to somebody he loved so much having And so he realizes now I'm going to treat her like she treated me, how how much she loved me. I love her, so I have to give her that. So he says, I'm not going to leave your side. I'm not going to, you know, when you wake up, I'll be here. She's going in for surgery. And and it all echoes that beginning flashback. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty pretty good i mean it's real good actually and then you see the villain who basically looks like an xbox there with this little symbol and he ends up and you think it's something bigger you think this is a guy and i'm waiting to see more of this guy and oh my god who is this new villain he ends up basically all right everybody we're not going to feel unimportant we're not going to feel forgotten anymore this city has left us behind and now they're going to feel powerless and basically shuts off the power grid so we don't know who, what, or whatever. And that's where Peter's like, really? Like the one night that I need a little bit of a break. And the doctor says, we have generator power. So it's it's not going to hurt yeah. anything going on. Your your aunt's fine. We're going through the surgery, all that. It's just outside. There's a deal. And that's where Peter's like, yeah, outside with all those strangers that I'm always helping. Yeah. There's Peter's gridlock. Like, Thank there's God I'm not in the DC universe yeah, and like, oh, Bloodhaven right yeah, now. Yeah, really, or at least in Baltimore. <laughs> so he's like, oh, my, we got to go out there. So he does go out. And you have Shocker at first. And he's like, come on, Shocker, please. You picked the wrong day. And Shocker gets pulled away by miles who's shown up and basically says you know you shouldn't be here you know you're supposed to be at the hospital what are you doing here and peter's all like what yeah you have rumor there and this is where i said everybody shows up yeah johnny Johnny. yeah johnny shows up and uh jay's like johnny what is this and he's like what it's friendly neighborhood spider-man i'm like no 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 you don't look anything like him you're there flaming on you're you're johnny uh but yeah as this goes on though it's pretty much a who's who and i'll tell you seeing iron man get involved i was like that's awesome that's cool Uh, you know the fantastic four they're right there uh you know i'd figure but Miss Marvel. You have all these people. Reed's going there. You have even Johnny going. I I think that you have the idea that it's not even just stopping 
bad guys, but Johnny lights a kid's candle, maybe lights yeah. his hair on fire. I'm like, well, see, th- there is the one stray Bloodhaven person that wandered into New York, and then uh, Jessica yeah. Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist caught him. Yeah, they're they like, caught him nope. right away. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> you have them there, and it's cool. Everybody's helping out so that he's able he to get just off. get a night off. But you end up where he does hear a clue because you end up where Spider-Man and, and boy, if you want to talk forced, this is forced, oh, yeah. but it's okay. Convenient he, as hell. Oh, he goes to the hospital and there's a kid there who's looking out the window and goes, hey, Spider-Man, man, how you doing? He's like, hey, get back to bed, kid. And he's like, oh, man, you know what's happening? It's a blackout. And there was this kid at school. He said he was planning this. He was, was like, talking. Huh, what's his yeah. name? And it's like, it's oh, kind of like a mock of the school shooting, but not yeah. such an awful, yeah. you know, scenario. Yeah, yeah, really. It's not going to be. Yeah. Hope. Thank God. Uh, but he's yeah. like, oh, his name's Derek Johnson. He said he was going to shut down the city. So that's where you then end up Spidey calling off the detective Sebens or Sevens. And I like this because. It is the victory lap. Again, you are getting the characters. You got Romer a little earlier. You end up getting, you know, Seven's Heroes has helped. I, I wanted to have those wacky looking under under York twins. Th- those yeah. kids, oh, they should have showed up. York was going to oh, be they ap- ap- because, responsible you know, for if this you're gonna do this, I, I just wish they would have come up like, hey, what's going on? Who turned out the lights? And then going on. But you end up Spidey getting the address to this kid, goes off and finds. And I do like the idea. He's like, yep, you know what my kryptonite is? One level houses. I cannot swing through the air. I've got to <laughs> run. Even at the end when he says to the kid, all right, I got to go now. I'm going to run the proportionate strength of an animal. I'm going to jog that way. Uh, But he goes and finds this house, goes in. There's a computer there. He starts, you know, up. He turns it off. He basically shuts down the server, kind of going with all this going. And this kid walks in. And that's where we realize this big villain definitely is this kid because he's got the mask, Derek Johnson. And he basically is like, listen, you know what? If you want to shut down the power, just do it tomorrow. I'm having such a bad day. I got to get back to I got to do some things just just don't do it now. And what's going on anyway? Why are you doing this? And the kid's like, ah, well, you know, I'm a little angry because he realizes, Spidey realizes he lives alone. His parents possibly, it looks like his parents were killed. Abandoned so him he's or something. ended yeah. up, well, they have a picture there. So I would just think that they got killed. Uh, maybe even like a War of the Realms situation. Who knows? But uh, you end up with him saying, I get it. You know, you're by yourself. And even the kid was kind of you know he's a hacker so you already see that and he ended up hacking and ended up making it so it looked like he had parents so that he wouldn't be put in the foster homes things like that and so spidey's like i get it you know what the the city let you down though you want to fight back and you got to realize though when you try to fight back like this yes you're going to get back at the city but there's a lot of people in the city who aren't bad there's a lot of yeah. people in the city that will be others. there to help you. They don't hurt people. And you know what? You're going to have to be accountable for this, but I'll be on your side. I always like, they always do this with this. And I just imagine that they end up at the trial and Spidey's there and then the gallery, like give them the thumbs up. And they're like, guilty, 15 years in jail. And Spidey's yeah. like, what? whatever. Hope, <laughs> walks out. Hell, it didn't yeah. work. Uh, but he's like, I, I have some people that I can get a hold of. You're guessing Tony Stark. Is, is what I'm guessing fully yeah. about the idea of, you know, you'll be able to work in the lab and you'll be able to do because you're smart, you're doing things. And but you can't do it like this. You can't just strike back. And he, you know, and it goes well with the idea of him with Aunt May. It, 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 
having cancer and even the Uncle Ben, all that stuff where he became Spider-Man. But he did at points get mad and was angry and, you know, stuff like that. So it's one of those that he's stopping a future supervillain before he could become that and hopefully turning him into a good guy, which that's, that's good. You know what I mean? It plays yeah. off. Well, yeah, it's just so forced to get there. It's like, he might as well have been walking down the street and just some cabbie comes up and goes, Hey man, you hear this guy? He's pretty wacky with the hacking. All right. I yeah. better look into if that. He was, if he was helping someone in the next school district over, he would have never yeah, solved this been problem. Trouble. Now with yeah. that, That's what this is all about. This is all about, you know, people helping people and kind of the smaller stories. So the force nature of that, it doesn't really matter. Plus, it's the last issue. you got to force something. So they go up and and the kid's like, thanks a lot, Spidey. And he's like, I just like it. He goes, all right, I'm going to get going. But I need to use the proportional powers of a spider to jog back to the city. And he starts running. It made me laugh. And he gets there and he's sitting there. And that's where in the same you know juxtaposition of the beginning uh may wakes up peter and he's like good morning may just like it was before and and you know he's crying and the thing is it's one of those she had her surgery we don't know if it was a a success but the thing is i thought that they should have played it up more that okay well the big thing is we're not sure if she'll be waking up you know one of those things you have to be prepared she may not wake up after this and she may, because when she does wake up peter's crying as if like oh god you know it, it worked it's we're, all better we're, we're yeah. done and it just says the end and i did like this though i, I, did I liked it i liked it like i said I was, I was throwing shade at tom taylor at the beginning uh, only just because maybe it's because every time i read an issue of his i want to cry but uh <laughs> it's just he he's tending to go to that card too much now. Yeah, well, I, you I know think what I mean. This series didn't have a, a you know a greater purpose outside that Nueva New York yeah. arc, and other than that, when that finished, he he just kind of went back to the well three times. Yeah, essentially, and, and so. even when when he ended up having injustice over at DC was the first big thing that I read from, and I loved it. That first you know bunch of injustice stuff he did, and. In that, you know, you had an Elseworlds type deal based on a video game. So he ends up with, you know, oh, you love Green Hour, you love Green Hour, you love Green Hour, boom, Green Hour's dead. You start crying. And then you love it. Yeah. And he kind of went, now in this one, it's more of the personal family type feels that he's going with. And I do think that, you know, that spider bite hit hard. People loved it. People were going on. I think that that kind of affected him a little. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden now there's a lot of things dealing with kids, a lot of things dealing, like I said, just this past week at D.C., he has a story about a young kid who died. And it starts to, I don't know, I, I just, I need the other side of that. I need to have an issue where you don't have to just cry and get upset about, uh, and hopefully whatever book he goes on to, he goes that route a little more because he's an awesome writer. Yeah. I love him. He's one of my favorite yeah, writers. Good when he's on, uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did like this and, and all that being said, nine out of 10, I'm going to give this, uh, the only thing that keeps it down. Like I said, that forced nature of the deal and the art I did like, but I wish, you had like Juan Cabal on it, who was on it a lot, like the main deal. Yeah. The uh, so it did not have really the good. look. Yeah, and it did not have the look of what I think in my mind this series is. 
um, with Ken Lashley. But again, he was on. So it, you have that. I just I really like him. I like Tom Taylor and Juan That's who did the uh, Wolverine book as well. So I like them together. But what would you give it? Yeah, I was going to give it an 8.5. Just I, I don't know. Some of the art was kind of uh, not great. I don't know. It, it wasn't super... It wasn't wouldn't be my first choice, I guess, for a Spider-Man book. No. But other than that, you know, I I really like the emotional beats of the story. I had fun with kind of the younger villain and Spider-Man giving him a second chance, and um, you know, the just solving the problem and and getting back to Aunt May. But like the you know beginning of the issue echo- echoed. Um, you know, I enjoyed yeah. this issue. It's probably my favorite one I read this week so far. I'm a little behind though, so. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna move on to the next book and we're gonna we're gonna chance it, Brandon. We're just hitting it. Miles Uh-oh. Morales, Spider Man <laughs> number thirteen. Yeah, we have problems when we try to do them all in a row sometimes, but it seems okay now. Yeah, it's been it all right. Seems okay. We'll cross our fingers. Some of these here. latest updates the computer must have did yeah, solved. Yeah, all. so Miles Morales, Spider Man number thirteen. That's written by Saladina Med. Uh, Javier Garon and Kevin Labranda and Aletha E. Martinez on art. You have three artists, which is crazy because I saw the difference a bit, but it didn't. I didn't. I mind. actually didn't notice at all. Yeah. So David Curiel and Proto Bunker on colors and VCs Corey Pettit on letters. Spider-Man's taken his licks lately, barely escaping his first encounter with Brooklyn's up-and-coming crime boss, the mysterious ultimatum. But the man's drug trade is too dangerous to ignore. Tracking him led Miles to his uncle Aaron in his new high-tech prowler suit about to shoot one of all the Ooh. criminal criminal rivals. I ended up looking criminal. over to see. I thought that you had uh, ended up being disconnected. No, I'm here. Uh, and it screwed me up. Criminal rivals. Miles stopped the hit, forcing Aaron to renege on a deal, immediately activating a bounty on him. Cirrus, uh, who hooked Aaron up with the new suit and the gig to pay for it, is willing to bargain for his life, but he's got to come to see her in person. It's 15 miles from the top of Manhattan to Red Hook. Time to run. And it's funny. He's got to run some miles. Get it? You have that? Uh, and the thing is, by the end of this... It really not a lot happened. No. You end up with them running across town. It reminds me a little of John on, Wick a little bit. We're like, yeah, there's just this contract out there. They've yeah. got to get to one place. The issue that I got though, or had by the end is when you get there and you end up having the bargain like, oh, you know, listen, all the made him look at this guy. He got all the way across town in a suit that was fritzing out with this. And then all the made him's like, okay, I own you now. That was no shock. That's what you figured was going to happen anyway. There's no real big thing about it. Now, watching them go, you know, across town and and the idea of Spidey Miles not having his webbing as well. But it didn't really seem to matter much because they end up with the glider at one point, which pretty much gets Gets them them almost there. there. Yeah. Yeah, and then they, you know, then they have one little fight and things. And then you have like the Rhino bit at the beginning. I did like because Rhino has that connection with Miles at the beginning. And through this whole thing, you end up having Aaron as Prowler kind of, you know, hey, how do you know them? That's ah, a long story. How do you know them? It's a long story. And it's almost the idea where I thought we were going to get to the end where you have 
uh, Aaron say, you know what, I you're doing this right because, you know, you're kind of even friends with the villains, half of these guys. But overall, you never really get that. You, you don't get a lot of anything here except like a bunch of little action scenes as you go. Rhino ends up fighting them, but they end up dodging yeah, every, everybody at one point. Everybody wants after Prowler because the hit money yeah, so high. And they say it's such a big hit money to get them. And yeah, you end up where Rhino needs money and even says to Miles, like, listen, you know, I know what we, you know, had and I was kind of good. Me and you kind of teamed up a little, but it's a lot of money. And if I get this money, I don't have to do this ever again. It's that one last job type of deal. And you end up even goes and attacks miles miles jumps out of the way but i like that they beat him by just moving out of the yep. way it's pretty much like el he toro he just ends up going it's like a, a bullfight he ends up falling and uh, like, and yeah miles like i feel bad for that man and then aaron's like feel bad for it i mean you always are there to be a good guy and all but Let's get out of here. And that's where the the glider has. And he ended up having that. It's like one of the few things that he thinks still works with this suit and things like that. Miles is holding on from the bottom and they go and they get all the way to Brooklyn pretty quick. But then they get hit by a missile and they get knocked down by Scorpia, White Rabbit and a tripster. And they're just there. This the is from syndicate. The amazing Spider-Man. The, yeah, the and they're just there from yep. sinister whatever. It's the, yeah, it's the syndicate there where they're there and they're like, all right, let's kill him. And then they start fighting. You end up having White Rabbit has a sword that looks like a carrot, and you just go and it's it's just they're terrible. Like you said it's it's one to the next, Blame one Nick to the Spencer next of these fights. Page. Yeah, and then they knock out White Rabbit, and then they get out of there. Uh, But yeah, they end up by, they actually get out of there because they're about to be taken down. And Starlin shows up and tranks the rest of the syndicate. They fall, but Starlin can't help them because she's got to go find a missing girl. She goes, says, stay cute there, Spider-Man. And then Aaron's like, who's that young lady? Never mind. It's another long story. And you go, and again, it's kind of fun going through this but it's just one fight after the other because then you fight the frost pharaoh i mean now it's getting ridiculous the problem is too when they get to the resolution it's all just swept under the rug and you don't really know what happens you know you don't know what aaron's agreed to really in in a way i guess he just has to do whatever ultimatum says which you know is going to ultimately interfere with what miles has to do well it's going to be one of the first things probably that he has to do Let's go after Miles. So it's one of those where, and I, I do like one thing in it, and I don't, I don't hate this issue. It's just, it's one of those issues that just kind of goes real quick. And all you have, to, if if it's one of those things where all you have to say to somebody, if they, oh man, I didn't read Miles, what happened? Oh, Aaron got across the city, and now he's owned by Ultimatum. That's yeah. it. And at the very end, you have the baby. But even then, you don't have much going yeah. on. But I, I, I do know, like the, some of the talk. I, I, like I actually set up too to this ultimatum villain, like getting to this point. But now that we're yeah. here and we're dealing with them, like and I, I'm he doesn't you, feel super yeah. threatening to me. And even to me, though, it doesn't even seem like it was that much of an effort. I mean, at, at the one of the last things they have to do is fight the Frost Pharaoh, which they end up just knocking out. I mean, immediately. Yeah. And even then, the fun is where Aaron's like. You know this dude too And there's like it's not important He's trying to go and I like that And I also like the deal where Miles fully now I mean 100% understands What's going on here Because you know it was a little gray area Before and, and 
Salonina Med uses it to use it to catch everybody up where Miles is like, now let me get this straight. Uh, so you were supposed to do this hit, but you didn't to save me. And yep. now you have a hit. And he's like, yeah. So Miles knows all of this is his fault. It's a hundred percent. his not his fault, but he, it, it was to Through save him. It was, that, yeah. it was uncle Aaron, uh, you know, ended up saving him. And that's why he's in trouble. Not, not really, you know, Miles' yeah, fault. It's, it's not like he did anything malicious. Still. But yeah. yeah, at least he knows that when things go down and if Prowler does end up having to do some bad things, Miles is going to feel bad because he's doing it because he tried to save him, because he saved him. So that's that's the bad part of it. But yeah, Frost Pharaoh, that's the deal. And Frost Pharaoh is one of the last deals because then all of a sudden you end up having – you know, Aaron go into the compound. They get there and Miles like, okay, you want me to go in with you? No, no, no. Wait here. And the problem I have is like you said, you're supposed to think this is a big threat. You're supposed to think that this yeah, is something that's so away, over the top and, yeah. and it's one page. It's only one page through this. Now, I guess, you know, you, you only have limited space, but to have all this go down for him to walk in and then you have Sarah say, hey, listen, look, he went all the way from Washington Heights to Brooklyn on foot with malfunctioning equipment. Now, I want I want to have ultimatums like I was watching. He was flying on a glider. Uh, <laughs> there was no foot minutes. involved. <laughs> I mean, that Washington Heights to Brooklyn was two panels. So I, I don't go with that nonsense. But she says, you know, there's other people out there that are worse than him. He just proved how much of an asset he is. You know, you would be a fool. And she says, you know, forgive me for speaking frankly, but you'd be a fool to let him go. And that's where, I mean, there's not even any contemplation from Ultimatum. Very well, you made your case. I'll allow you to live, Prowler, but you belong to Ultimatum down, done. And it's done. You end up going because now they have to run back to see the baby girl that Miles' mom had the girl. And and again, if you're going to say that you you like the interpersonal deal, because I do, I like the family aspect of it. And I like the twist that Aaron is the Prowler. And I like the idea that Aaron is going to end up being more and more bad. So it throws that wrench in again, but he's bad because he was good, but they go in and that's where Aaron's just, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get going. I know, you know, she's not going to want me in there. And she hears and's like, what are you tell? You better get in here and see your niece. And I was like, that's pretty good because he has been, Pretty much, yeah, you know, the, thrown the under the bus the whole like time. doesn't like him at all. No. Yeah. yeah, I think that she's starting to like him now. And maybe it's one of those, hey, he saved, you know, yeah. Miles. And now I, she's, I'll tell you, you what, know, I, I actually like this twist. How Well, they've brought Aaron back. He used to be dead in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. But, you know, he, he was also kind of shunned by the mother at that point in time and, and kind of looked yep. at as a bad guy. But I, I like the twist here now that he's back of kind of being, you know, the superior Spider-Man type of bad guy where – He's kind of good at heart, but does bad things at times yeah. and, and a little and now like that. He's, and now I like it because he did come back and they accepted him back, especially Miles' father and, you know, his brother. And now they, I guess, you know, Saladina Med still wants him to be that yeah. bad guy. Now, uh, but now there's a reason. Is, yeah, well, now my... there's a reason, though. You can't be mad at him because the only reason he had to do this is because he saved Miles. Miles. Yeah. So, But you can't turn your back on it as Spider-Man. Yeah. So I actually think that's a pretty good twist of a family-based book like this to have the let's get Aaron back in the fold. Now he might end up out of it again, but for a reason that 
ended up saving Miles' life. So yeah. it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. But really, he picked the right choice. If he didn't, if he just ended up finishing his deal, Miles might be dead. And then that's not good. So he was he, he pretty much the ultimate sacrifice he did, knowing at that point, first off, that he probably died because of it, because of this big yeah, hit. He never knew that and... Cirrus that, was going to give kind of a my fear deal. Too, is I don't want him to go down that normal path yeah. he always goes in, like Spider-Verse the movie and the original yeah, yeah, universe yeah. where he ends up dying because of, you know. Yeah, I wish that he just disappeared. Get get some connections and get the heck out of there. Miles has to have somebody. Go talk to Peter. Peter can hook somebody up. Get him out of there. Have him live in Avengers Mountain for a little bit. You know, nobody's getting in there. But (laughs) yeah, uh, but like you said at the end, uh, you end up seeing little girl. And even that, he's he's like, you want to meet your sister? And he's like, sister? And he's all excited. And they go in and yeah, you have Billy uh, Mariana. Morales, and there we go. We have the next future superhero in about fourteen oh, yeah. years. Uh, she'll be uh, something. She'll Just be keep the new Spider away. Girl. He'll ruin all her baby yeah, years and yeah, age really. her up. And- <laughs> oh yeah, no, she'll be a baby for three seconds. <laughs> Two issues from now, she'll be aged up she'll and Spider walking. Girl. Yeah, that's all it'll be. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I I like this issue enough. But I and I really do like that he has a sister again that yeah, throws more of the family stuff in. You better not get Salina Met better not get her kidnapped or anything like that, or I'll be very upset. But I like the idea of maybe him having uh, an issue where he's babysitting her and doing yeah. some downtime things. I always like that. So this is pretty cool. But you are just going from point A to point yeah, B. That's all this essentially is. And really you're fighting. And when we like get I to said, point Frost B, it's, it's glossed over so yeah. quick. You're fighting White Rabbit and yeah. Scorpia and Tripster. I mean, these aren't exactly and those the people get more page threats. time than a resolution ultimately yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, and you have that one page. So it's it's a weird pacing. It's almost like he had this and like, oh my, I have to stop now because we have to get to the hospital and the baby. Yeah. When you could have cut down, especially that syndicate part. Oh, I you know. know, you could have they cut really that down push by them a lot. right now for whatever reason. They're, none of those yeah. villains intrigue me. Again, but... I like the Rhino party. That's a little I extended. Too, but I like that because of that connection he had earlier. Um, but I even like I said the idea of Aaron, like, who is that? Don't ask. Oh, how do you know them? Long story. And <laughs> Starlin showing up was kind of you know neat as well because it ties back in. And again, if you don't, that's the vultures, you know, granddaughter, granddaughter, yeah. and uh, it's kind of a funny deal where that's where I liked when you end up where it's like who exactly is that that's another long story and that i'm like yeah that is a long story to start well that's the vulture's granddaughter was left this and that and the other so i i do like that and she continues to be pretty cool and when she shows up i i actually i don't know what other people think i love her costume and her yeah, design she's i actually love one that of the helmet. newer created characters yeah, I that cool. i don't really just yeah. you know to, hate i'll say it yeah. just come out yeah, you know it. a lot now, of the other new the ones thing. i'm kind of like roll my eyes at but she's not my bad. My guess is is that as we go further, you're going to have Aaron do some bad things. He's going to be made to do them by ultimatum. It's going to be Starlin who's going to be going after him. And Miles is going to try to kind of stop that, calm it down, yeah. say you can't go full out because she – Kind of does go a little over the she top. She smiles too. out here, though, definitely. Yeah, she does, and just tranks the you know the syndicate. Yeah, so right at least she's neck. not going full out, you know, deal. So we'll see. That's the, and here, I was afraid she was going to become a bad guy, 
and I didn't want that either. So I yeah. like her as a good guy. Uh, I'm excited like for the preview page from next issue because we see that the Ultimate Green Goblin back again. So yeah, he kind of yeah. came so and went crazy. real quick on issue 10, and I'm interested yeah, to see what's now up I'll with be back. So yeah, it's cool. Uh, and I like this book. I'm giving this one a 7.5 just because of the – you know, the pacing and that point A, point B type deal. But I still liked it. And I love the end. I, I just love the the family deal. And I like that. A- Aaron looks so sad. <laughs> he's just standing there I against know. the wall looking. And I just think he's like, yeah, I'm going to be going soon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna they're going to hate me again soon. coming yeah, up here. I'm going to be enemy number one. But hey, uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.5 as well. I, I, you know, the Miles book is, is kind of a little lighthearted Spider-Man fun for yeah. me. And, and, you know, since I'm not getting anything out of my normal Amazing Spider-Man, it's kind of the, the next book I'm latching on to with Superior Gone now. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, and I now give it a little bit more of the benefit of a doubt, you know, than it, than it probably deserves, but I enjoy the characters and, and kind of I this new twist on Miles. So. Uh, yeah, it's I like Selena it. Met, I, I've enjoyed his take on, on this Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, and so. you're right with this, with the art. Uh, you don't really notice that no, big a change. I, no, and this is the, the weirdest the thing. Beginning. I had no where clue. You, usually it's with that many artists, there's something wrong, and there's not really that much wrong. It almost wrong. gets it better by the end of the book, too. I actually think it does. Yeah. Uh, the, the first bit of art, I wasn't that fond of. That's actually the part that I thought was like, ooh, it kind of looks a little different. Uh, but then when you go forward... Uh, I really like it. So, yeah, that's that, though. This is one of the shortest podcasts we've had for the regular week. I don't even know what it is anymore. The weekend on a Monday. It's the hangover, as as some people call it. I actually got really confused today because I'm going through looking for the books. I'm like, they usually come in today. And I was looking for this week's books to talk about today. I'm like, oh, wait, no, we're doing last week's books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still doing last week's because it's that weird deal of it. You know, we we do it a little later now for while we're doing the old football season. And I guess your football season has extended extended because your Buffalo Bills at least. least. So that's it. That's it for the podcast, and uh, we'll be back. I'll be back doing the weekday show, bunch of books. I may even have a couple that we didn't get to uh, this week. There was a couple. I know that you weren't that much into Morbius, uh, but that came out this past <laughs> Actually, week. I actually have it on the like tablet. That. I haven't flicked yeah, through it yet. Yeah, either. I haven't either, so we'll, we'll figure out some things. But, yeah, I'll be back this week. With a couple books, we're also going to be doing our Patreon-only spotlight that's being picked by the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew. Duh. And that will be two books. And it looks like right now uh, the 2099 Omega is the one that's Ooh, winning that's out so right beast. now. And then they're all fighting for the second position. So yeah. we'll see. But it looks like the Omega well, we've read everything else. You might as well see how this mess ends, right? Yeah, really. That's how it goes. I'm <laughs> not enjoying it. I, I if this if I this twenty ninety nine thing is to I don't enjoy. even know why they're doing this. <laughs> I ended up a guy on the site uh, ended up saying, and he seems like a real big fan of the 2099. And I did the Spider-Man 2099 review on the site. And he basically said, I agree with you. I, I don't, he's, I said at the end of that, just go read the originals. Yeah. And he said, he's, and I think he's right. He said on the site, I, I think that a bunch of these people read a couple issues and then went with that and tried to chant. No, do, do your homework and read yeah. some things. And if you're going to change things, change it for the better. Don't Give change it, it just to change yeah. it. Uh, it seems it's all change just casually change. mentioned as as a uh, change, so and then you don't yeah, see I'm, anything. When or... you ended up having 
Tyler uh, Stone say, oh, what? What do you think? I slipped it in your drink or something, the rapture? I'm like, I'm going to punch somebody right now, <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch you over and yeah. over because I, I'm so irritated with the idea that that's the better way of doing it, and you're making fun of it? Yeah. Go screw yourself. But I yeah, know. Of course. The you gall. Your man, Nick Spencer. He's coming through for you. He, yeah, he's he your, sure he, is. He's, he's, he's proving no, me to be a genius, right? Yeah, yeah, really. It's predictions. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> he's, he's a dynamite guy is yeah. what he is. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go off now. That was it. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you later.